Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning, everyone. Welcome along to On The Pace for this Thursday morning edition. Uh, Britt Graham, obviously, uh, otherwise engaged this morning. So, Brandon Kremborg to steer you through the next 15 minutes or so in the world of harness racing. And, of course, we've got Penrith with their seven racer tonight. That kicks off uh, around about... 25 past six or just before and uh, we'll be certainly watching some of these uh, some of these better assessed races i thought the 63 race was an absolute ripper this this afternoon into the evening as well so that goes at 21 past eight a full card of seven and as i say i think there's going to be some really uh, really competitive racing coming out of that particular card we'll be speaking to a man with a few drives in this uh, in this card will rickson very shortly but of course, uh, from Tabcourt Park, Menangle, yesterday we had the trials. Britt Graham uh, already steered you through a couple of them, but the uh, the big trial of the day was the free-for-all. It was trial number four, and Miss the Truth with that residual fitness uh, has been able to win that trial. His last official race was the 16th of December, and he's trialled twice since that run, and uh, yesterday broke through to score in 151-2, and two, and for those who watched that trial, only won by a half neck over Boots Electric. He's been away from the races for almost two years now, and that was by far his best trial. He was only beaten 0.7 of a metre, and expensive ego just back in behind them. For third and loyalist, of course, the Redcliffe Cup winner from last season ran fourth. So it was a really deep trial. They went 151-2 and two for that particular event, and ran home in a 54-8 and eight last half at uh, at Tabcourt Park, Menangle. So they just had the foot on the gas the whole way and it was it was really good to see uh, Miss the Truth breaking through yet again. As I said, seven races tonight at Penrith. And, uh, of course, Will Rickson is going to be joining us in just a moment's time. And, uh, Will, as I say, good morning to you. Busy night tonight on a smaller program and looking to get back into the full swing of things after a little bit of time off over the New Year period. Yeah, morning, BK. Yeah, busy enough, and hopefully we can have a bit of luck. All right, let's jump straight into these uh, into these races. Of course, Clement Sorrell, the first drive of yours, ten dollars out to eleven. David Waite with three in the race, and you've drawn a gate that's probably not the worst. If there was, if there was a little bit less speed inside, maybe you'd be finding the front. Yeah, it's a little tricky. Uh, ultimate ad looks. Looks the leader inside him, he, um, and probably looks hard to beat as well. It's quite a good front runner, so hopefully he just slobs a handy spot. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'll be in the money somewhere. He's very consistent, old horse. Yeah, speaking of that consistency, he's uh, he's run two minor placings in his last five, and being 13 years old, David Waite's done such a good job with this horse, not only to keep him sound, but also to also be racing competitively as well. Yeah, definitely. Sure has. He's um, he's sort of raced consistently for ever since I've been driving, which has been a few years. So, and um, yeah, when he gets the right draw in the right race, he can always win it. So, um, not a hundred percent sure that's tonight, but um, I'm sure he um, could be there about anyway. He's an eleven dollar pick, and obviously, ultimate ad you've marked as the leader. Are you thinking that? Over the twenty-one twenty-five, he may well be the one to to stay out the trip best in this race. Yeah, I think so. He's just a good front runner in that grade, and 
also won pretty well last week in good time, which probably proves that he's going as good as ever. I was going to add, but Clement Torrell also ran a good second to him last week, but he had a lovely run on his back, free fence, so I'm just not sure he'll get that sort of run tonight. That tricky barrier, but um, yeah, Old Mad looks the one to beat for me. All right, so uh, ultimate ad for uh, David Wade. As I said, three in the race, and Will Rickson maybe more a place than a win for Clement Sorrell at two dollars ninety at the moment. Next, uh, next one for you on uh, on the card. Just having a look through, appears to be in race number three. Sure about that? Its form's been a little bit mixed. It ran nearer last than first last time out, but before that was a handy winner at Newcastle over the twenty thirty. Yeah, he's. Um, I don't know a lot about him, but he um, he's sort of a tricky draw again, and just looks as though he's risen in grade quite quickly with the handicapping system. So um, I think he'll need a bit of luck tonight. Obviously, a 52 rated race, and there's some horses that uh, that are definitely uh, form runners in this race. The likes of Zuhoff and our Princess Kennedy, and also. Turbo Tommy, they've won plenty more races than him. So where do you see yourself getting into this race? I know a speed map's sort of hard to do on the fly, but it appears to be a race that is sort of tricky to sort out on paper. Yeah, well, Zoo Hoffman obviously has got a lot of gate speed and looks probably to be the leader. He led last week, and our Princess Kennedy, I thought, got into the race really well, so she'll probably be driven forward as well. But, um, yeah, I don't think we can be involved in any any sort of um, speed early, I think our best chance is to go back and look for a shortcut play. All right, so sure about that. Obviously a, a tricky draw and not one that you'd be uh, getting involved in the early part of the race anyway. 26s and $6 there about that runner. So looking to uh, looking to find some some cheaper sort of ways home there in the second of your drives. And then only with a small book to, or with a small card tonight, the last is, or in fact, you've got two more, sorry. You've got what about a uh, water boy Jack in race number four, that's horse five. And he was terrific last time out. He probably, probably ran a better race than I think anyone would have thought. He was, he was well backed on that occasion. And again, so today goes around the favorite, but just his last 200 meters was exceptional there, Will. Yeah, he looks to have a nice future. BK, he's, um, mum and dad have had him for a while and it just took a little bit to sort out. Um, just had to change a few things with his gear and, um, yeah, just change a few things with him to get him right. But he's always showed it quite a bit at home. So um, it was really good to just see him put it all together last week and win quite comfortably. And um, I'm looking forward to driving him again tonight. A couple of form horses on your inside as well. Seabreeze Solitaire and also Colin Bromack. They've run minor places or won in their last two starts. So um, I suppose the, the real the puzzle in this is how to get him into the race. Is it a case of positive early or, or similar to last week, just slot in and find a spot and hope that he can hit the line really strongly? Yeah, I don't see the need to do anything too much early. It's a 2,100-metre race with scratching there's only seven left in it so um colin bromack's a gate speed horse and always seems to run its best races out in front so he'll be driven pretty positive early i would have thought so um i think we'll just slot him in and and drive the race as we see it from there all right so that's race number four at penrith and of course waterboy jack a winner last start in a 55 race so on paper comes up in grade a couple of points but 
faces a broadly similar opposition here. So that's race four, number five, and is the favourite at the moment. Threes into $2.40 on the fixed odds. Then we have to look further afield in the card. Got to bling it in the last. This race is pretty tough. Draws a, draws a pretty awkward alley as well, but did win five starts ago and isn't hopeless. Yeah, he went quite well. And I won him in, won on him a few weeks ago, and um, draw makes it does tricky for him. But his racing patterns normally sort of driven sit and sprint. So um, hopefully you don't get too far back. And yeah, I'm sure he'll be running home. But it's just how far back he will be to whether he can um, sort of be close enough. Yeah, tough draw on this one, and it just seems that you've hit the uh, hit the draws really. Really awkward tonight. Best chance tonight, you would have to say, might be Waterboy Jack, though. Yeah, definitely. He looks my best chance. And, um, yeah, I'm sure he'll run a good race. All right. We move on to Saturday night in the fast class, which I just wanted to touch on. You've got line-up as, uh, as the drive there in the IRT, your horse, our passion pace. And he draws three. Now, I said on television yesterday that I think this is going to be a seriously high high speed race for at least the first 400 metres. If you look at the race, you've got Ultra Orlando, Line Up, Balraj, the Croupier, Star Major, South Coast Arden, and Hi, My Name is Jeff. They are all gate speed horses. Can you sort of help us steer through this race? Because it appears to me to be such a difficult one on paper. Yeah, it's a race field of horses that are racing really well you could probably make a case for a lot of horses in it but I mean the clear horse to beat is oh, my name's Jeff, he's, the riding's on the wall with him but Mac Vinch is just absolutely fine at the moment and, and I'm really happy with the way my bloke's going line up, his two runs back have been exceptional I think and um, I think he's sort of improved again off his two runs back off a long way off so he should be sort of coming to peak fitness so He's going to need to be in that race. I can see him sort of breaking 50, no worries. So, um, yeah, I'll have to look a bit more into the speed map as we get closer into the race. But, um, yeah, we'll probably got to try and be positive and just get him in a good spot and um, see where it works out from there. Just talk us through his last effort to uh, line up with, with that form through Mac Da Vinci. Obviously, over the 2300, it was a race that Mac Da Vinci really really took the ascendancy from on the point of the corner. But as you said, he was second up into that. He'd only had the one run over the mile. So he's going to be, uh, he's going to be really much benefited from that, uh, from that particular run. Yeah, definitely. It was a very quick lead time that he was involved in. And um, obviously we backed it off a bit after that, but he still got held up a bit on the corner and still flashed home and hit the line as good as anything in the race. So um, we couldn't have been more happy with him and, I'll definitely give him a chance in that race, that night. All right, we, we move towards sort of the most exciting period in harness racing outside of the Inner Dominion, and that's the Hunter Cup into the Carnival of Miracles. And obviously uh, there's plenty of plenty of teams that you've been involved with for a long period of time, the Tumby Park operation and obviously the, the Rando team. They're going to have plenty of, uh, plenty of square gators and also plenty of paces moving into those big races with the likes of the uh, the Hammerhead Mile, who you may well find a, a steer on a trotter, or the Tumby Park team may well have something for you in the four-year-olds. Have you got any any horses on the radar that you're particularly looking at as being involved in those big feature races that you may well have a hand in? Uh, it's sort of still a lot of water to 
go under the bridge to say it's still a little bit away, but um, obviously I hope to be involved in them races. And there's horses that have been racing quite well. They've been lucky enough to drive. I think line up, line up can can feature in, in them bigger races if he keeps going the way he's going. And I'm pretty happy with Boots Electric trial yesterday as well. He's going to keep getting better off a long way off, and he trialed well in 51 and looks to improve again off that. So um, hopefully them two are sort of can be in them better races and been really happy with the way have no fears been racing in the trot um, obviously he was able to win um, in really good time last week doing a lot of work in 54 so if he can keep racing the way he's racing he might find himself in them better trot races as well yeah certainly for uh, certainly the team of uh, michael boots and also emilio emilio rosati they're uh, they're big owners and they've got plenty of good horses and lineup, as I say, goes around on Saturday night, the seven-year-old betters delight son. And he's, uh, he's coming into that race third up, up against some really informed horses. Will, of course, you, you were overseas through the, uh, through the new year period. How important was that to be able to get some time off from, uh, from the really busy calendar over there with some really good mates and uh, also have some Christmas at home as well. Yeah, it's always a good time of year, BK and, it's sort of a good opportunity for a couple of us to get away because there's no racing at Menangle for two weeks. So, yeah, we took advantage of that and was able to have a week away, which I find important to sort of get away from it for a week and have a bit of a freshen up. And obviously, we're hopefully we're in for a big year this year where we do a lot of meetings and hopefully we can win a few races. So, um, yeah, it's always good to get away and have a bit of a freshen up. Well, he's had his freshen up now, and he's back to work tonight. Four on the uh, four on the card for Will Rickson, and uh, Will, good luck to you for all of those. Thanks, BK. So there he is, Will Rickson, with uh, with obviously aspirations for drives in uh, in qualifying sprints at Menangle with Line Up or Boots Electric, and also, as I say, the uh, the quality of the horses that he's been racing around on has been very good of late, and I think that Have No Fear really put itself into the into the four, getting towards that MacArthur mile. He's going to have plenty of dollars in his account for his last five races. And from there, who knows, he may well be able to, to go all the way. As we usually do every Friday, so moving on from tonight, we always have that triple header from Wagga on the, uh, on the afternoon shift and then the two meetings, Dubbo and Newcastle, on uh, Friday night. And then Saturday night, Tabcourt Park, Menangle, we gear up towards... The uh, the Adormi States, which is the feature, and although it uh, appears not to be the strongest Adormi Stakes, it must be said, given that the Ladyship Mile has moved, and or what used to be the Ladyship Mile, now the uh, the Queen Elizabeth II, there's still plenty of good runners, and at the moment the two Jack Trainer uh, trained horses have been the market firm as Teresa Love three twenty into two ninety, and also Arden's Delight seven fifty into four dollars and 40 cents jack brown aboard that horse that's been really heavily tried in uh, in sort of early to middle markets so that's what we've got coming up in the harness world for uh, the next couple of days on the pace will return of course on monday with mick Guerin, and also sat I'll, I'll be steering the ship on sunday afternoon after a really good uh, good card of menangle racing on saturday night plenty of look forward plenty to look forward to hope you find plenty of winners across the next couple of days and look forward to joining you from headquarters on Saturday night.